You're listening to the Profit Lovers Podcast, where profit is not a dirty word. I'm Melanie Miller. Consider this your business safe space, where we take a BS-free approach to building a profitable business, one that's also livable, it fits into your lifestyle, and it's lovable. You actually enjoy it. Well, most days anyway. Let's get into today's episode. Friends, I missed a few weeks, two weeks, only two weeks. It's not really a few, it's only two. I have benched my entire team. They have little people, not quite adult people, and they can't obviously go to daycare or school. And so I suggested they all check out because the profit lovers is always kitties first. Can I tell you, oh my gosh, I really, really miss my team. I'm so thankful that Ash is back tomorrow. I officially cannot exist as a one woman show. (laughs) I've always thought of myself as an island, uh, but not so anymore. Anyway, let's get into today's episode, pricing. Okay, pricing, a topic that is both complicated and emotional. Complicated in that for many industries, for many businesses, it's not just a quick and easy formula that you can apply to get exactly the right number. And emotional in that you have to fight off any inner profit-sucking demons that might be trying to convince you that you or your offer is not worth what you're intending, or more importantly, what you need to be charging. Let's not forget all of those not-so-helpful voices outside of your head, the random hater on social media telling you that they could easily make that thing you're selling for peanuts. Don't you just love that? I could just make that at home for $10. The friend that drops the oh-so-subtle, oh gosh, people are really willing to pay you that much for that? Or the meddling partner who tells you that your business is not worth your time unless you price your offer at 10 times what you're charging, despite the fact they know absolutely nothing about business. When it comes to pricing, everyone has an opinion. Now, how do you create a pricing strategy that is going to work for you and for your business? First thing, notice I used the word strategy. Pricing is a strategy just as you should have a brand strategy and a marketing strategy. Equally as important is a pricing strategy. Now, in plain terms, a pricing strategy is just a plan of action to achieve an outcome or a long-term goal. Having a fixed strategy means that you can apply it to every product or service that you offer instead of randomly choosing numbers, which I know some of you do that. A not-so-strategic approach to pricing is figuring out the cost of delivering your product and then just adding like X percentage to the top. And I know that people really, really love to use that as their strategy in air quotes. People love to just like double the number, right? And call it a day. That's my price. And let's hope that I'm going to be profitable. For instance, if you make kitty's cubby houses and the cost to you in materials is $300, a lot of people will just tell you to simply double the cost and sell it for $600. Now that's not necessarily a profitable pricing strategy. We need to factor in so many other things like your marketing costs, competition, your target market, your brand value, and the list goes on. And I'm going to talk more about what else is included in that list for you. If you're a, in a moment, I'll talk about that. If you're a service provider, you're likely just picking a random, like, what am I worth number and charging that. Now we've all seen the 
feel good, but totally useless advice to charge what you're worth. It's a bit of a fan favorite amongst the online experts and money manifestors, but it's freaking terrible advice. Let me tell you why. Your customer or client could not give a donkey's toot what you think you're worth. It is irrelevant to them and the transaction. Your customer or client will pay the value of the benefit that you provide to them or the value of the pain point that you're relieving. Because to them, it isn't about you. It's about the value of the outcome. You're a living, breathing, hopefully, human, hopefully. You have infinite value and worth, and none of that can ever be exchanged for a price. Charging what you're worth devalues you as an amazing living, breathing human. So let's change the language to charging the value that you offer or provide, not charging your worth. Now, this is where it gets a little complicated because how do you calculate value? In Members Club, we start this process by figuring out what you need your business to financially provide for you. If you create a pricing strategy, but it still doesn't meet your personal financial needs, if you can't pay your expenses and your taxes and the cost of running your business, your cost of goods, cost of sales, all of that good stuff, and also pay yourself a wage that is fair and reasonable or an amount of profit that's fair and reasonable, then we have the wrong structure, the wrong pricing structure, or we have a wrong business model. We might have a wrong product or services mix or a range of other things. If you find you're going to need to charge a lot more than what you are to be profitable, then we can work on those things and figure out how we create a profitable mix of offers. And we also work on things like your brand identity, the offer outcome or transformation, your brand messaging, and your target audience. All of those things have an influence on your pricing strategy. Now I'm going to give you some pricing mojo, serious pricing mojo here to help you decide whether your pricing strategy is actually working for you and your business or not. So first thing I want you to ask yourself, or the first thing I want you to think of is, am I pricing if sales are an issue and you're concerned that you're pricing too high? Even if you're pricing too low, this is relevant. Are my prices too high or are my marketing efforts too low? A lack of sales is more often than not about a lack of marketing and sales funnels, not a problem of high prices. Before you diagnose yourself with the curse of prices that customers just aren't willing to pay, you need to focus on your marketing. If you're not marketing regularly and consistently, if your message isn't clear, if your offer isn't easy to purchase, if you're not hitting the right target audience, then there is a good chance your issue has nothing to do with pricing. Next up is how many people are seeing your offer. Now, can I tell you how many times a profit lover decided to drop the price of a product or a service that no one had ever seen? Lots. That's how many times Lots of freaking times. Every customer that views your product or service isn't going to make an immediate purchase. That's just the way it is. That's business, right? There will be a percentage that will purchase from you the first time. There's going to be some that need to see the offer a few times. And then there's going to be a portion that just 
never buy. What you need to know is how many people need to see your offer, that's your product or your service, versus how many buy before you even consider mucking around with your price point. This is also why you need a marketing funnel and you need to be tracking your numbers. How many people view your website? How many people place an order? How many people reach out to book a complimentary call with you? This is the very first thing that you need to be figuring out before you muck about with dropping your pricing. It may have nothing to do with pricing. It may just be that there are nowhere near enough people seeing your offer. Next up, I want you to think about how long does it take for somebody to decide to purchase from you. If you've got a business where, let's go a wedding business. This is a perfect example. When women get engaged, this has been my experience as a professional bridesmaid, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Thankfully, this is something that I noticed is that as soon as they get engaged, they're diving on deep into invitations and seating arrangements and floral arrangements and dresses and all of the things, right? That doesn't mean they're ready to purchase. That's an industry where there's a high looky, looky loo percentage. And so some products are a quick and easy and immediate decision. You know, very few people need weeks to decide to invest in a T-shirt or a book. But if you have a longer term uh, buying uh, window, let's say, if you've got a product also that's a much higher price point, then it might take people a few weeks, months or even years to make that final buying decision. If you're dropping your prices too early in that buying process, you're going to rob yourself of profits that you would otherwise have been enjoying if you hadn't have cut your prices and if you had have instead built out a really good, strong, robust marketing funnel, which allowed you to build in that know, like, and trust, to build in your brand value and to give people a really impactful offer. Dropping your prices might also lead to customers or clients undervaluing your offer, which brings me to the next point. If your prices are low, are you turning off the right customers and clients? Guess who loves low prices? Crappy customers. Guess who gets super confused and super suspicious? Suspicious. When your prices are much lower than either they expected because you've got this beautiful, incredible brand and this wonderful service and all of these great outcomes, but your price is really cheap. Weird. Or if you're much lower than your competition, it turns off good customers. They get super confused and super suspicious. It's all too good to be true, right? When you price your product or service too low, the people that you want to attract, the people that you want to buy from you will be turned off. We all have an expectation of what things will cost, how much we're going to need to spend. And when you charge too little, it confuses people or it creates that, as I said, weird, too good to be true feeling. If I asked you, for instance, to design a logo for me, I'm going to be expecting that I'm going to be paying just for the logo, you know, not a full brand identity, just the logo. I'm going to be paying 500 to 850. Easy, easy, closer to a thousand likely. If you offer to do it for $60, I'm going to assume that my logo will be like a template deal and that it won't be unique to me 
or it'll just be plain ugly, right? It'll be awful. If you, and you might be the best graphic designer out there, mm -hmm, but I'm going to think you're going to give me crap. If you quote me, let's say $50 for an incredible white chocolate with ganache, gorgeous birthday cake to feed 30 people, I'm going to assume it will taste like rubber and cardboard. I'll probably go to one of your competitors who charges 10 times as much as you do. And maybe not 10, 500 seems a lot for a cake. Is it? No, I think I paid that for my sister's. Uh, did I pay that for the cake for a baby shower? Maybe. Well, I'm going to go to your competitor who charges many, many more times than you do. And I will think that they're better, even if they're not, because price helps me make a buying decision based on my values. Price is part of your marketing strategy. Don't forget that when you drop your prices, you also need to make adjustments to your marketing strategy. If your target market can't afford your price, if this is something that you find yourself saying a lot, I can't put my prices up, Melanie, because my target market can't afford it. Listen, anyone who says that to me, they get the immediate, like, I can't even control my face. They get the Melanie face, the big eyes that, what are you talking about? If your target market can't afford your price, then quite simply, they're not your target market. The entire basis is a target market needs to be someone who values and needs your product or service offer. Ladies, 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 we love to underprice to keep other people happy and wealthy while we suffer from profitless businesses. Well, not me, you guys more than me. <laughs> while you guys suffer from profitless businesses. If I had a dollar for every time someone had said to me, I cannot put my prices up because my target market doesn't have a lot of money, can't afford to pay more. I would be wearing much fancier slippers right now. I am kind of sick of hearing that, that your target market, you know, isn't doing well financially, can't afford to pay more. I don't really understand your target market as X person who's got a limited budget. Your target market can afford to pay a reasonable price. If your product is well out of their price range, for instance, you're trying to sell BMWs to pensioners, then you have your target market screwed up completely. If your ideal buyer is continually challenging you on price or questioning your value, then you're either attracting the wrong customer or your marketing is not doing its job. Next up, I want you to ask yourself, do I confuse people with confusing numbers? Pricing needs to make sense to your customer. Often we know our products and or our services so well that we cannot see how it could possibly be confusing to others. I've had clients with products that have looked identical to the customer, but they might have a small design variation that results in a higher price for one style. But this variation, the customer or client can't see it and it's confusing to them. They can't tell why the pink box is 20% more than the blue box, because apart from the color, they look exactly the same. Pricing should be quick and easy for a customer or client to understand. Now you might be thinking, huh, Melanie, you are making sense. And you might be thinking, I'm going to need to increase my prices, but will it turn off some customers? Yes, probably. Is it worth avoiding putting your prices up just for that reason? Absolutely not. 
Inflation causes the cost of our materials and software and all the services we use in our businesses to increase every year. Now, that increase might only be, you know, one or two percent, which doesn't feel like a lot. But if you've been in business for a few years, all of that adds up fast. If you're using services or purchasing goods from other countries, the exchange rate also fluctuates. Another reason you need to be reviewing and adjusting your prices as needed. Perhaps your skill set has increased enough to warrant a price increase. Maybe the outcome or value you provide is becoming a lot more valuable. I know mine certainly has over the years, and I don't want to be charging what I was charging 10 years ago. Not now that I've developed so many tools and strategies that are very unique to the profit lovers and are very targeted to help women in business. The value of my offer is so much higher than it was 10 years ago, and I deserve to be compensated for that just as you do. Putting prices up is awkward for most people, and it may send a few clients or customers looking elsewhere to purchase, but that's okay because your focus is to replace them with new customers or clients who actually see the value in paying the prices that you set. How are you going to rate yourself when it comes to pricing your business? Are you pricing to match your marketing? Have you just realized why you're attracting all those budget seekers? Maybe you're ready to stop telling yourself that my target market can't afford bigger prices. Are you finally ready to increase your prices? Can I leave you with two bits of advice that I desperately want you to take with you, even if you ignore everything I've said so far? First, your price is based on the outcome or transformation you provide, the value you include, and the experience you offer. It doesn't matter if you sell a body scrub or handmade chocolates or high-end coaching packages. People are paying for an outcome. Now, you know my love of toilet paper analogies. I buy toilet paper for an outcome. I buy toilet paper so I have a dry crumpet and clean biscuits. My outcome might also include product confidence. I want mine to be thick and plush so my fingers won't accidentally rip through the paper and travel betwixt my biscuits on accident. My outcome may not include budget considerations. Alternatively, I might have an outcome that is more eco-friendly focused. I might want a product that does the job, but does the job on a budget. You've got to know your client or customer outcomes and then price to match those outcomes. My second piece of advice, this is a piece of advice I gave a client yesterday. Don't ask people who haven't been where you want to go, how to get there. So that means Don't go into Facebook groups and ask people, have I priced too high? Have I priced too low? What would you pay for this? Because people are liars. They don't mean to be, but they do. People want you to feel good. And so they'll go, oh, I love that product. Oh, I'd pay hundreds of dollars for that. When it actually comes to them entering their details at the cart and checking out, they're not necessarily going to then at that point value the product or service that you're offering. Don't go into Facebook groups and ask for pricing advice. You will either get, no, that's too expensive. I would never pay that much based on their personal values. Or you'll get a whole heap of people who aren't your target audience answering on behalf of your target audience. Or you'll get, as I just mentioned, the people who really want to hype you up and boost your confidence. And they will convince you that your price is a great price. So just don't ask people who haven't been where you want to go, 
for directions on how to get there. And that includes pricing. Pricing is a strategy, not a random number. And it's based on all of those lovely points I've just made. All right, that is enough pricing talk today. Quick and dirty pricing advice. How about that? That's how I like to roll quick and dirty, like literally roll right now. Lockdown has not been kind to my cushy physique. Next episode is one you're not going to want to miss because I am mixing it up just a little. Hope wherever you are, you are doing well and bye for now, profit lovers. Hey, Profit Lover, if you enjoyed today's episode, please do leave a review so other women just like you can find the Profit Lovers podcast. And I'd love it if you subscribed so you never miss an episode. And finally, always remember that profit isn't a dirty word.